maybe we've misunderstood the Cold War as a whole. Um, and actually, rather than it being an East-West thing, this was actually a global North, global South thing. And if you look at communications, and in particularly encryption, you can definitely see that. So there was a Swiss company called AG Crypto, which a lot of the global South trusted with their communications. Iran was using it, um, Iraq, India, you name it. Everyone was kind of buying from this Swiss uh, technology company. And we've learned recently that actually this company was owned by the CIA. And perhaps what's most interesting about that is that that means that signals intelligence is done by the CIA. Um, we've always thought, at least historians have considered, the CIA just does spies, it just does humans, human intelligence, but and the NSA does signals. But actually, what this story actually shows is that the picture is much more complicated than that. Fundamentally, what it shows is that, you know, signals intelligence and encryption is, you know, very, very important. And I think that's something that historians have maybe always recognized, but been too timid to engage with because researching this stuff is so difficult. Why do you think it's important actually to talk about the global south and sort of the Cold War era and the West versus East trying to place themselves in the global south? If you open any history of the Cold War, what you find is actually a pretty unrepresentative selection of cases and people. If you look in the index, you find mostly actors from the developed north. Uh, you find mostly men. You find relatively little reference to areas of the global south. And where you do, these places are seen as battlegrounds for the big powers. They're blank sheets of paper that the great powers came along and drew upon. The really big challenge is to recover local history about these spaces. But it's not easy because many of these countries have been ravaged by war. Many of these archives are closed down by difficult governments. We have ambitions to recover this history, but going forward it's going to be very difficult. Um, I would also just to kind of sing a descant to that, say that through these stories of, you know, supposedly uninteresting technical mathematical machines, you learn so much about the people who are using them. And those kind of stories, which haven't been told before, really energize or re-energize the kind of local and social histories of these areas, and also the agencies themselves. I mean, for so long, we've considered GCHQ and the NSA as these kind of surveillance, you know, monsters almost. But actually, when you interview mathematicians, most of them have never been spoken to before, and who would literally say to you, oh, wow, I'm so glad someone's finally recognizing the value of what I did. Everyone communicates with telecommunications now, so everyone, you could argue, needs to know or should know a little bit about some of these stories. And I'm definitely looking forward to finding out, uh, you know, what else we can discover about these things.